Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the fourth episode of the Believe in K pop podcast, Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports network. Thank you guys for coming back for a fourth episode. I'm excited today, as I always am, but particularly excited because I'm always uh, pleased to have some like opportunity to see a K-pop act um, each week. That's going to be like my goal to have seen one each week so I can come back and tell you guys what I think. So this week I got a chance to do that again. Um, and obviously there's a bunch of news that happened. So last week, Red Velvet. Uh, performed two nights here in LA in Pasadena and I thankfully to my friend Alexis from K-pop or sorry cult scene uh, she let me get some tickets she was also the one that like gave me the tickets to see MXM Um, so I saw Red Velvet last week that was my first girl group show Um, unfortunately I had to leave a little bit early but I stayed and saw almost all of the red part of Red Velvet and if you don't know what that means Red Velvet is a five-member girl group from SM as I explained last week and their name Red Velvet the, like it's two sides so there's the red side which is cutesy eggyo also eggyo means cutesy um in Korean kind of like it's a vibe that a lot of girls have um and towards their boyfriends anyway so there's like a cutesy side girly side and then velvet as you can imagine is their more sultry dark side so i saw most of the red sides or the the red side um the venue was pretty big and the fan chants were super loud and if you follow k-pop you know that like most guy sorry girl groups have male fans but honestly it was like it seemed like it was a little bit over half female fans that were there and either way it was super loud and it was so funny because when they were introducing themselves they're like hi i'm yeti i'm sugi i'm blah 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 um when joy and joy in the group is known as uh probably the hottest or not not the hottest i don't want to claim like who's hotter than the other but she's very sexy um and how she like portrays herself so when joy was like hi i'm joy you could hear the male screams for her which was really funny um but yeah so i saw them last week the fan chants were super loud they started off with their song russian roulette um and that was probably my favorite part um there's a song they have called happiness and i'd heard the song so many times because it's played in choice all the time but when i heard it in there i was like oh they're saying happiness because the fan chants were so freaking loud um and you know i didn't the one thing i was mad about is i didn't get to see bad boy which is the first red velvet song i knew about and my absolute favorite and they sang the english version which actually i surprisingly enough don't know i only know the korean version with my broken mumbling korean singing voice but i do know the dance to bad boy so i really wanted to I partially know the dance. I really wanted to see that performed, but I had to leave early, unfortunately. Um, one thing I gathered from the concert was that uh, this is my first like SM concert too. Um, is that SM seems kind of rehearsed? Um, their little VCRs and VCRs. Um, if people don't know what that is. VCRs are like during and you have it at American concerts, but during K-pop concerts, it's when like um, there's like a video that kind of 
supplements what's about to happen on stage that's played beforehand. So um, they put a lot of work into those, and they do have them at American concerts. But they had that at um, at this, and it was cute. They had a little robot that was like trying to take over their their life, and you know, named Reeve. And they talked about why they named the robot Reeve, and it was because I don't know. It was a long story, but. Um, most of them, they know how to speak broken English. Wendy, um, one of the members, she's from Can or she lived in Canada for a bit of time, so she knows the most. But even so, I felt like we were being talked to as if we were like five year olds, and it was like, oh my gosh, are you guys excited to be here? Because I'm excited to be here, and we're gonna go to Santa Monica. And where do you guys think we should go? And it was just like things that was just very like, I felt very like. I talked down to I was just like you know the people in this crowd are probably older than 15 and they can understand like are you excited you know no you know anyway that's besides the point that was that was Red Velvet I liked it I liked seeing a girl group I'm not shitting on them Red Velvet's probably my favorite girl group um but you know Luna and Twice are kind of coming on the scene and I kind of I dig them as well obviously Blackpink and speaking of Blackpink um they were at Good Morning America and they were on the late night show with Stephen Colbert and they announced um, both of those times, kind of, they talked about their upcoming North American tour, which is starting in April. And they, funny enough, a lot of fans were like, this makes, they were like, why are all the concerts on Wednesday? And then it made sense because they're performing at Coachella twice, obviously, in uh, April. So they come to LA, I think April 15th, and they're performing on a Wednesday. So I'm going to try to be there. They're performing at the Forum, which is pretty big for the first time a group has ever like performed in the US. So props to them, you know however you feel about Blackpink and YG. Um, then also, obviously, Jackson Wang is still here. I had a friend who's also a co-host, uh, the Dodgers. His name's Dave Styles. He also is a host for 104.3 MyFM. He interviewed Jackson, and they had a lovely interview. If you get a chance, go to their page and look at the interview. Um, you know, I think that he deserves some serious credit because those junkets go through super fast go by super fast and you don't really know who you're about to talk to bef- until like right before you talk to them so you got to just got to roll with it and see like the quick shot sheet that you get so um and then I have another friend who met him as well it was like the point of contact for him and she said so many great things about him so I was definitely pleased to hear that and I'm excited to see what he's going to be doing the rest of the weeks um the few weeks that he's here in the U.S. promoting his solo stuff he was actually on the radio um with Power 106 and with um kiss fm yesterday and then he did a live with one of the hosts from power 106 and i think he might be doing some stuff later on but the dude is like all over the place i mean props to him for keeping up and continuing moving if anything i feel like if there's one person that's going to quote unquote make it here after bts it's jackson because he can speak english very well um he can speak multiple languages. Um, he's kind of like a rapper, so he can play to the culture. The fact that he's going to Power 106, like a hip-hop station, he's not trying to go to, like, Amp Radio or 97, you know, or that's 97.1 Amp Radio, The uh, you know, just do the pop stations. He's going to hip-hop stuff. I'm like, dang, he's trying to get in with the culture. Okay, cool. Um, and he also is extremely charismatic and definitely um, a funny dude. Uh, he's a character. So I feel like that can all play well, and he speaks English very well as well. So, um, yeah, I can see him making it here, and I'm excited to see what he has to do. Um, obviously, BTS was at the Grammys, which was even surreal for a fan, a new fan or new ARMY like me. I became ARMY like in twenty beginning of 2018, so I have many thoughts on it if you want to hear that because I can make a whole podcast about that. But um, if you want to hear that, you can DM me at E-M-I-H-A-Y-D-E-L. And if you want 
to subscribe to the other podcasts on this network, you can totally do that. Go to Believe.com. Um, this is on the uh, iTunes podcast app or just iTunes if you want to play it. We also have it on Stitcher and the TuneIn app, um, Believe in K-Pop. And if you have a fan that wants to learn um, or wants to showcase their unique side of the fandom, please let me know because I want to learn about every sort of fan in every sort of way. And um, I don't care if you have a million followers or if you have 10. If you just can just make your statement, I got you. All right. Um, but today we have a fan who is not just an Agase, not just an ARMY, not just a My Day. She's multi-fandom. Her name's Chris, and we met um, last year, 2018. Um, she's multi-fandom, which basically means she's a fan of multiple groups, and she's a part of multiple fandoms, and she spends hella money on many groups. Um, she's currently, I think the official role, one of the official roles she has right now, is she is one of the admin and creative uh, designers um, on the AT's Los Angeles Twitter page. So that's AT's, at AT's. Los Angeles. Um, if you want to go check that out, they're trying to grow the page. You know, obviously, ATs is coming here soon, but I was very excited to be able to interview her. So, without further ado, let's send it over to that interview. So, uh, before we head to this podcast, I also just want to shout out the people who left reviews on iTunes. Um, one is by Dust Devil Seventy. They said, "A great addition to K-pop." Podcast Land, a fun new K-pop podcast, three episodes in, and the format of interviewing fans of a specific group is a winner. It's a great way to focus on specific groups and bring a range of fan voices to the table. Thank you so much. You rated four stars, which is okay because I don't want you to just gas me and say like five stars, you know? Thank you for giving that uh, review. Thank you. Um, and then we have one from Kai Forev, new fan. She said, I didn't care about K-pop really before, but the show is really informative and interesting. Thank you, Kai Forev, uh, new fan. She gave me five stars. But now we've got to turn it over to the interview. Please leave a review if you want or you feel a certain way about it. Thanks. I can't even, like, say your one thing because I've been like, oh, they're Agassiz, they're ARMY, they're, you know, ARMY, whatever, and, like, you're multi-fandom. And for people who don't know what multi-fandom is, it's like when you're literally, it's like self-explanatory. When you're a fan or a stan of multiple groups um, or acts. And so Chris is our guest. Actually, you know, I think we met, the first time we met was through an army or through BTS. The Festa. The Festa. Right? Yes. Yeah. And then you would come into choice sometimes, I think, right? Sometimes, yeah. And I'd see you and be like, oh, you're from Festa. Yes. Yeah. And then I saw you at KCON. And then I saw you again at Monster X. Yeah. That was <laughs> the most random thing yes. ever. But I was like, hey, I know that person again. Yes. And I was I so know. thankful. I was like, oh my gosh, like, she, yeah, when I saw you, I was so thankful. I was like, because I was there by myself, and I was like, I just need to know somebody. And I saw, like, random people that I see at Choice sometimes, but, like, yeah. I'd never really spoken to them, and they didn't really want to talk to me. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to latch on to you guys. So thank you. Okay, so you are multi-fandom, um, yes. and your groups, I have them here, BTS, NCT, the subunits of NCT, 127, 2018, and Wavy. And then EXO, Monster X, 17, Newest, Astro, Pentagon, Stray Kids, Golden Child, and 80s, which I'm very excited to talk to you about later on at the end. But um, obviously the commonality between all of these things are they're all boy groups. Why? Why guy groups over girl groups? Funny story. So, um, of course... I I'm going to consider myself still new to the K-pop scene. Really? Um, yeah, because well, 
what got me into the whole K-pop thing was BTS, of course. Um, they were at the AMAs, I believe, 2000, was it 16 or 17? And um, that's what got me into them. But before that, my friend would just kind of dip my toes in the K-pop world. Mm -hmm. She tried to get me into EXO. Okay. Back then, you know, I was a little more closed-minded. So, you know, I'd say the typical things that someone says, oh, why do they look so pretty? Um, Sometimes even said, oh, you you know, they're too perfect. They look like girls. It's not my type. The songs are, I I don't even understand what they're saying. Yeah. You know, the the stuff you hear on the daily. But um, as soon as I'm going to say I got, you know, basically more mature i was like you know what i'm gonna give them a shot because their music actually is happy it's catchy let's see what they're all about and and, um actually just seeing v from bts i was like oh my gosh this guy's very beautiful i want to get to know him more so i started doing my research i went on youtube i started watching the dna music video spring day getting trying to understand all of their names because at first i was like oh my gosh which one is v they all look like <laughs> demon who is who right right they all look like jimin or jungkook which one is who and to be honest the music video that's super like locked in my answer like wow i'm gonna get into this is definitely blood sweat tears and i'm not just saying that because it's very visual i'm just saying that just the whole component of the music video, it's not like American um, music videos at right. all. So it's very visual. And then the whole concept thing, the dancing, just it has all the elements of a good video. It was basically a movie. So I was not mm-hmm. used to that at all. So that's what started it was just researching all the different music videos and just all the catchy tunes. So, okay, so from you saying that, I didn't realize that, like, AMAs was your, like, your that was gateway. Time. That was, because at first, uh, I think it was 2016, BTS was just there to attend, and then I think they won for Best New Artist, I think, uh, um, a new artist or a new song or something like that, and when they won, I was one of those people who was like, wow, who are they? I don't even know them. Um, what is K-pop? Like, why did they win, you know? Yeah. And then in 2017, that's when they actually performed DNA. Right. So right at the beginning of their performance, right when, like, V turns around and starts to sing, I was like, okay, who is that? Who is that? I need to get into this. So that was my moment. Yeah, well, the first time I ever watched like a, or watched an interview because I didn't know who, I didn't I couldn't not that I couldn't tell but it just I didn't care enough to like watch who was who and then I watched an interview as their people one and the first person I saw was uh was V and then I was like J-Hope is just super obnoxious and he annoys the hell out of me but then I love him so much now but um at first it was like those two and obviously RM was speaking English but like those two, I was like, who the heck? Anyway, um, okay, so it was BTS, but then, okay, so that's essentially you've been in it for now like a year and a half or so, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You've stand, you stand a lot of groups for just like BTS being your gateway, you know, like Golden mm-hmm. Child, like all these other ones are pretty, pretty popular, and then there's Golden Child, like yeah. where did where did that come from? So Golden Child, I had no idea who they were, so. How I got into Golden Child was that they were on the lineup for KCON last year. Mm, so that's right. the time I heard about them. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to force myself to listen to them because I don't know who they are. I want to have a good time, right? 
So I look them up. First thing I say is, oh my gosh, they're so young because I mean, um, they just I'm debuted. 14, but I'm I'm turning 26 soon, so mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel old, <laughs> but you know. So I tried to listen to their music, and it's super super catchy. And okay, it's very. I mean, they're like a younger group, but their music videos and their music. Um, is very it's well put together it's definitely different and more um, of an uppity tone but it uppity makes me tone. feel good like it's a, it, it puts you in a good mood you know so that's why i like golden child okay so like compare okay because okay the guy the groups that you like obviously they span the k-pop genre if you will uh and i i've listened to a like maybe I would probably hear if I heard them I'd be like oh I okay that's golden child okay because I feel like when I listen to them they sound very they sound very k-pop you know yeah, like and like the very exactly. you know the purest into the world they sound very k-pop and I'm like mm-hmm. I normally like when they can like mix in westernized sounds and I feel like mm-hmm. they don't you know yeah so they're like that one group I listen to that's very like I said like uppity like very bubblegum sounding mm-hmm. um, it's way different compared to like someone like NCT yeah because they're very it's like it's kind of like a dark hip-hop type of yeah sound. trappy yeah. yeah yeah exactly okay so given all that wait so why haven't you get have you given girl groups a chance or are you kind of just like mm, so you know what first I was like you know what I'm just gonna stand guy groups um I don't want to stand any girl groups but in a way just being to all the different events like um Korean time uh, Korea times music festival and um, KCON I got to see exit maybe some twice um yeah twice was there yeah, so actually just by being surrounded by hearing all the different girl groups, even just at the convention, just hearing them on the speaker and just hearing everybody um, talk about them, um, it's hard not to get addicted and hard not to listen to them. Um, I'm not going to say I stand them because I don't even really know who the separate members are. I see. But there are certain songs where I'm like, oh, I love that song, like the, the Dance the Night Away song. Mm-hmm. It's hard to deny that it's good music because it's so catchy. Like, you'll find yourself just singing along. And honestly, their dances are easier to, like, follow. So, like, yeah, you can do it. You can, like, follow along. Even if you don't know it, you can be like, it's uh-huh. easier than learning BTS's dance. Or NCT's, really. Or XO, anyone. Monster X is pretty hard, too. I'm, not, I'm looking at this whole list. I'm like, everybody's difficult. I forgot to mention, Day6 is uh, one of your groups as yeah. well. So, um, so you said you don't stand the girl groups because you don't really know the separate members. What is your version of, like, crossing into, like, standing a group? Do you know what I mean? Like, you have to know uh, like, the members. Yeah, like what? Is, what is like the? You have to know the members. You have to know the all the discography. You have to so watch. You know what for I mean? Me, the thing that really gets me into a group is their performance videos. So not exactly maybe their MVs, but their performance videos. So like for Monster X, um, when I wanted to get to know them, I, I just um, go onto YouTube, type in Monster X performance. Just I guess the performances are a good way of seeing um, the different members the song and the dance all together so for me i'm a very visual person so if the youtube video can really capture everything like that and keep me interested that's how i know okay this is a really good group i'm like super interested already so with monster x i literally spent the whole day looking at all their performance videos so um i actually dedicated a day off of work just listening to monster X. no way 
that's how I got into them. They're really good. Like, it's very visually appealing, and all their performances are really good. And um, that's what got me into Seventeen also, because even though there's so many of them, it makes their dances just even more intricate. Like, even the little things they do, it's a very intricate um, song and dance for everything that they do. So each group um, has their different, I guess, specialities with them. Like, mm-hmm. BTS has their charisma. NCT has, like, their hip-hop dances. Um, Monster X is a mix of everything. So is Seventeen. It's 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 just so hard to pick one certain group to stand. That's why I just decided, you know, it's fine that I'm a multi. I just want to be able to listen to everybody, you know? So... That's why I'm not afraid to say, hey, I like, I like EXO and BTS because not a lot of people really open their mindset to either uh, to both of them. You know, it's either one or the other. So I was going to ask you that, you know, you intensely knowing these groups and I can just from semi knowing them, I can be like, OK, I can kind of like pinpoint the, the mm-hmm. sort of like vibes and how they differ. Um, but you said like BTS has the charisma. NCT has, you know, the hip hop dances. Monster X 17 are like a mix of the two. Um, you know, who? OK, my question is, who out of the your group that you stand, who is the most straight lace, would you say? Like the most like because BTS, I think, is a little bit like they're kind of not they're not raw, but they're like a little bit. You can see their flaws, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, and which makes it obviously even the, even more endearing. But I feel like with EXO, you wouldn't be able to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, um, who would you say is, like, out of the groups that you stand, um, maybe even, like, throw in ATs, because I don't know a lot about ATs yet, you know. Uh-huh. Which, um, you know what I mean? You know, after, oh, gosh, that's so tough. Honestly, the most I'm gonna say the most kind of like clean cut. I don't see really any flaws with them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it's Seventeen because oh, really everything they post is very like uppity, and all their dances are clean. And when they do interviews, they don't really talk about flaws. Really, they just talk about you know what makes them happy, and they love their fans, um, which I love, you know. But um, I take Seventeen as very um, they're they're definitely really positive. However, their recent comeback it's more of like a dark vibe, to be honest. So they're kind yeah, of yeah, it is them too. So it's kind of I'm not really taking back my answer, but they're kind of proving me wrong that they have a dark side, which I love because I always wanted to see the dark side of Seventeen. So um, that's something new for them this year, definitely. I love that dark side. I I like the new album probably more than any of the other ones ones yeah, so far it's super, it's super different it's super different compared to all their uppity like happy happy songs yeah yeah um, it's definitely more dark and hip-hop so i i love it so now that so i mean i wanted to hear your opinion on just you know being a, a multi-fan uh-huh. uh in general but oh you know what my one question who is your old like my old bias or group 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 i was actually thinking about that beforehand and Mm -hmm. honestly it's it's very very hard um but i'm gonna say it's so the the group that i pick is they have to be everything you know a mix of good people um visuals dancing um performance wise musicality as well um 
And I know I wanted to say BTS, you know, mm-hmm. but instead of BTS, I'm going to go with Seventeen because wow. they're just very intricate and all their dances and their music, it just makes you want to dance and it just makes you feel good, you know? And um, there's so many members, but once you get to know each member, you really get to see like, okay, without this member, the group wouldn't exist. So they're all like super special to the group. And not only that, but um, when I went to KCON, I got the high touch for them. So when I got to actually, you know, meet each member just for a couple of seconds, each of them like super starstruck me really hard. That's how bad it was or that's how good it was because hmm. they were all so nice, you know. And um, yeah, Seventeen is just a group that I feel um, more people should definitely get into them. They're a really intricate group. I don't know how else to explain them, but intricate because they're just there's just so much to them, you know. As far as, I guess we can just talk about this now, because I was going to talk about the experience of being a multi-fan outside uh-huh. of standing the groups. But one thing, um, you know, you sent me your biases. You said V, Jin, Taeyong, Kai, Chumin, Onu, Onu, who's beautiful, uh, Felix, June, Johnny, and Win Win. And I th- I can't remember. I got to put down your day six one. I don't think I put it down. Young K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Young K. So uh, it seems like the biases, from what I can tell, what I know about each of these... They don't. They're not a rapper. They're not a singer. They're like they kind of span. Like it's not just all rappers, not just singers. You know, um, and they each have these different personalities. Why? What did? If you had to choose, why do you think you have the biases that you do? You know, honestly, I was thinking about that too. Sometimes the things that keep me up at night, I'm just like, why do I stand this like this person? Why do I like this person so much? So you know, the first off. When I get into a group, the first thing, unfortunately, that I do is, okay, who am I, who looks visually attractive? Okay. Who I go to, you know? And usually I find myself going for, um, I mean, my friend told me this, but I never noticed it. She's like, you usually go to the guys with nice eyebrows. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, maybe. So I started looking at each person. I'm like, okay, V has nice eyebrows. Taeyong has nice eyebrows. Kai has nice eyebrows, so I'm like, okay, I'm an eyebrow person, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's at first, but actually, you know, diving deeper into the group, getting to see their interviews or performances, um, everything in between. Um, what really gets me into um, having that certain bias is their um, their personality and their way they, I guess, make me laugh. Um, I guess it, it's their quirkiness, to be honest. Their quirkiness, because you, okay. you know, he, he's, he's, yes. he's quirky. Um, you never know what he's going to say or do. Um, and he's just a very intricate person. Yeah, I'm just going to say I, I like intricate people. Um, even for Monster X, um, Hyungwon is my bias, and he's n- he's very um, he's quirky, quirky as well. Um, when I won a backstage meet and greet with a uh, meet and greet with monster x right um, we were waiting in the room for them and the first thing we see is uh young one come into the room and i guess he was just very confused where he was because <laughs> he came into the room 
And he just started looking everywhere, and he was like, where am I? No, and you're probably yeah, like, so uh. Yeah, so know where he was. So I was like, oh my gosh, I am standing the right guy because he loves Starbucks, and he's just, <laughs> he's just being, and I love it. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So he came in the room and was, what, did you say anything, or were you just like, oh we my god? Like, we were just like, hi. And he, you know, he did his little, like, flat, like, smile, you know? Mm. And then the rest of the members came in, and then, um... Their, their staff told them, okay, go walk over there. But, um, yeah, it that's what made my night, just seeing him come in there looking all confused because I was like, oh, my gosh, he's the cutest thing. So you've met them twice. Yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty fortunate that I got that opportunity twice because, um, you know, you went to the event, too. It was yeah. like a, a radio um, event. I think it was iHeart. And we got the first meet and greet because my friend um, was able to get that paper ticket. Um, we got the second one um, somehow because the other worker, I just saw him walk out and I saw a white paper in his jacket. And all I did was go up to him and ask, is that a Monster X meet and greet? And he gave it to me. So I was like, yay. Nice. Yeah. Honestly, all you gotta do is just ask. The worst they can say is no, and obviously, you never know unless you try. That's that's honestly what I learned from um, K-pop. Also, it is it kind of helped me um, break out of my shell and just be a more positive person, you know. So yeah, in friends and just know to you know don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to talk to someone, um, and just go with it. So. As far as being a multi fan, um, or how you, would you say a multi? Yeah, a multi. That's what I'm saying. Multi fan, a multi. Um, some consider it to be fun, which I'm sure like mm-hmm. you consider it to be fun. Some consider it to be like treasonous, really, mm-hmm. to be exactly. to call. You know, what is your opinion on that? So for me, um, I always try to look at it of okay. Um, there's always a reason why people react may react that way. And I try to put myself in their shoes, you know? So I understand their side. They want to be loyal to their group. Um, they're maybe used to their group so much that they don't want to listen to anyone else. And, and I, I totally get that. Or let's say they're not into another sound maybe, right? Mm-hmm. So I get that. I totally understand. But for me, the reason why I recommend kind of breaking out and um, give another group a listen, you know, Mm -hmm. is because there's more than one genre of K-pop. There's a different sound out there. Like, yes, um, I don't I'm going to use BTS as an example. Like, yes, BTS is amazing. Their music is positive. Um, Their music is so diverse. But there's other groups out there that release music that doesn't sound like BTS that maybe you'll be into. Um, Without giving another group a try, you'll never know. So if you listen to, let's say, um, Astro or Seventeen and Mm -hmm. you don't like it, that's totally fine. You know what you don't like. But if you've never, I mean, at least tried to step across that line and give something new a try... You'll never know. You'll just live your life not knowing if you like it or not. Maybe you'll even like another group more than BTS. You, you just never know. So that's why I try to get my friends into, hey, you have you heard of Astro? You should listen to them. Or, hey, have you, le- have you heard of NCT? You should listen to them. 
Um, Because each group has their little quirks that make them who they are. There's no two groups that are exactly the same. So you're never going to get the same experience of one group compared to the other. So um, that's why I'm a big fan of trying something new. So that you're the first that's the most positive answer I've heard from someone who's multi or just like in terms of like talking about it cuz all I normally hear like multi is always associated with like negativity from what I can tell like yeah. uh, people saying that it's not you know like someone made a tweet saying you can't claim yourself as army if you are multi you're just mm-hmm. multi like you're not army you're multi and I was just uh-huh. like well that's not the the word itself is lending to the fact that you are a part of multiple fandoms. So you can call yourself um, an XOL or a Mon Bebe and also an ARMY and an N-Citizen, you know? Um, mm-hmm. That's, like, the point of it. So it's refreshing to hear that also you're like, you know, I want to put myself in their shoes because um, it, in the end, you know, if I, st- I don't, I see, you know, maybe they feel like their group doesn't get enough attention. So, yeah. you know, making sure that, you know, they're spending as much time, money, and voting and streaming, you know, power as they can to, you know, promoting that group. It makes sense. But mm. at the same time, I don't know. I don't want to give my, my opinion. I don't agree. <laughs> I'm not multi. I definitely only stand BTS, but I certainly appreciate these other groups um, yeah. and what they do. And I, I feel like it's just very close-minded to just – to write off other people because they happen to like these other groups. I, 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 should, I would and say. I get that, like, the loyalty thing. Like, hey, if you're not, if you're standing other groups, you're not uh, a true fan of ARMY or EXO mm-hmm. or something like that, you know? But, um, I mean, there's definitely cons of, of being a multi as well. Um, Which is what? So, I mean, first off, memorizing all the different members <laughs> that's so it's very it's very very difficult i mean just adding another group after another group sometimes i i mean i don't want to sound horrible but in order for me to memorize members of a group i have to compare them to a member of another group like oh um, that looks like v from bts okay, yeah is that or oh that looks like that looks like um Dio from from EXO. That's how I'll memorize that person. I hope you don't but, get um, trolled for this because people <laughs> hate that shit. <laughs> I, know, I mean, that's honestly that's my way of memorizing members is just you know comparing them to another member, and that that's how I do it. But so that's definitely a con. Another con is um so on Twitter, it's so hard to keep up with all the different. Oh groups. my goodness, I can't it's imagine. Very very difficult so every morning i'll wake up there's like a bajillion twitter notifications (laughs) so i'll try to just skim through them like okay v released a picture okay newest has a comeback okay 17 had another win okay astro has a music video and it's just wait so who how whose notifications do you have turned on like do you have that group's notification i have a variety so i have um, like the BTS accounts, NCT's main accounts, right. basically all the different groups' main accounts, and I also follow like the fandom accounts. And okay, um, sometimes to be honest, I just search up a group and I follow people that stand them, just so I can have a variety of like selkas on my timeline and stuff like that. And that's be up so to date. smart. I need to do that. That so that's what I do to try to keep up. But at the end of the day. 
I'm always behind no matter what. So I just take that as, you know what, it's okay. At least I know a lot of things about, you know, all the different groups rather than just one group. So there's that. Um, another con is definitely a more empty wallet because <laughs> it's, it's, I'm going to say that's one of the main reasons, like a main con of being a, mul- a multi is just spending all that money. Um, I mean, 2019 just started. Yeah. I already spent money on the 80s concert, spent money on like the BTS movie, spent money on, um, what is it, the Korea Times Music Festival, mm-hmm. and then there's so many other events coming up, it's not even halfway through the year, so it's kind of stressing me out, so that's that's a big, uh, that's a big boo-boo in being a multi right there. I feel yeah. like it's probably a good thing that you don't stand girl groups, because it seems like <laughs> Blackpink is trying to get everyone's wallets at the same time. You know what, to be honest, I was actually debating getting tickets, I was like, you know what, Maybe this is a sign that I should really get into them, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's just like, yeah. honestly, you know, that's why I asked who your ult was, and you said yeah. you said it was 17. You know, I feel like your ult is like, for me at least, like my ult would obviously be BTS, and, well, my only one would be BTS, but, like, I think, like, it means, like, watching their V lives, watching, I like, I feel stressed out when I'm, I haven't watched everything BTS. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, I have to watch everything and sit there, not analyze it, I should say, but I do analyze it. I, like, watch each member and how they, re- you know? So, I definitely, I it's, it's, I'm sure having, what, one, two, I'm not even counting the NCT subunits, but, like, because of that, like, you have so many people to keep up with. And speaking of NCT subunits, um, why you stand pretty much all of them except for NCT Dream? Why is that? I knew you're gonna bring that up. So, <laughs> yeah. so for me, um, my younger sister she tried to get me into them. So um, I'm not gonna say I don't like them. I'm I'm just um, I'm not really caught up with them. If that makes sense, I don't really listen to all their music. Mm-hmm. Um, the one song that what really made me go, oh wow, they're 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 a good group. Um, it's a song called Go, I believe. Oh, okay. It's a hip-hop sound. That was very NCT 127. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you listen to the rest of Dream's music, it's more, um, like, you know, bubblegum pop, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. But, um, for me, that's not really, like, my niche. Like, that's not really my go-to thing to listen to. It's more of, like, a hip-hop or, you know, more in-your-face type of music rather than that. But, um... I mean, I do still try to memorize the members, and I respect them. But um, as for, you know, being hardcore into them, I honestly don't even really know all the members' names. Um, but I will listen to them yeah. here, here here, and there, but I'm not super hardcore fan of theirs. At first, I knew nothing about ATs, right? So my sister ended up buying an album, an album from Choice, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, have you heard about ATs? I said no, and the first thing that I told her when I saw, you know, the photo book that comes with it, I was like, wow, all of them are visuals. Like, they all look really, really good. And they're they're a really new group. I think either they're four months old or five months old. They're now, they like, look, four they, months yeah, old. Yeah. They already look put together, like, very put together. They, they don't look like a rookie group to me. So I was like, wow, I really need to get into them. 
Um, so like I said, same thing. I'm just watching their music videos, watching their performances. And I know that, um, I know that I, I'm going to stand them because, you know, it's very intricate again, very catchy and it's hip hop, right? Yeah. So, um, I start following, um, as much as I can on Twitter, like either their fandom, um, their main account and just, you know, random random twi- uh, Twitters that'll just post selkas of them and just random facts or mm-hmm. random um, GIF images of them. AT's Los Angeles account. Mm, nice. Um, I, I still think they're still trying to get more followers, but it's definitely been blowing up ever since AT's announced their tour. I see. So oh, yeah. starting to, um, you know, answer questions, post more content, um, get more people into voting. But um, they posted a Google Doc just saying, hey, we need some people um, to help, you know, help the account out. We need to start helping um, spread more awareness of AT's name and their talent. Yeah. Um, And so they wanted an admin or the creative role. So, um, you know, I told them my background, you know, hey, I'm into AT's, but not only that, you know, I used to go to San Diego State. I have background in, you know, filming and production and um, you know, just media and having a creative mind. And I think, you know, I want to be a part of spreading, spreading word of ATs. And I thought it was the perfect timing because they're so new. So I thought it's a good opportunity to really have me see like, okay, let's see um, what it's like for a K-pop group, like just starting out. Yeah. And I'm just getting out there. And I thought it'd be really interesting. And then um, after, I think, I think it was less than a week, um, they messaged me and said, hey, um, congrats, we reviewed your, um, you know, your, your resume, and I think you'd be a great add to not only the admin part, but the creative design and ideas side. Yay. Also. So, um, that really made me happy because, you know, I want to co- uh, try and contribute as much as I can. Um, just to helping them out, you know, right now they're a really small group, but um, I can see that more people are tweeting out like, who is that? Or who is, who is this visual group that's 80s? So I think that's amazing that what they're trying to do. To be a part of, you know, the, the fan bases that start out like super early, like eventually, like if your group is big enough, like media outlets look to y'all because you have like the most credible, you know, info, I should say. And, like, you're the yeah. one that always is posting, like, it's updates. It's kind of scary at the same time, though, because now it's like, you know, I want to make sure that I'm giving off the right vibe of the fandom, you know? I don't want people to, you know, talk down or anything. But um, from as far as I can tell right now, for AT stands, they're actually very, very open. A lot of them are multi. That's what I figured. Yeah, yeah with the group. Um, first thing I asked them is, hey, do you guys stand any other groups? And right off the bat, they were saying, oh, we like BTS, EXO, Seventeen. So they're definitely very open-minded. They're not the type to really, you know, bash another group. Um, so I-, I love that. So I think it's a good thing. That's all we have. Thank you so much um, for sitting down and no talking with me. I enjoy this. Yay. I enjoy- if you guys want to follow Chris, um, she is at blood sweat chris with a k k r i s so b l o o d s e w wait s w e a t k r i s so you can follow her on twitter she has like 
Obviously, like we said, she's a multi, so you're not just going to get one group. So you guys want, um, make sure to follow, um, subscribe to Believe in K-Pop. Um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher and um, I'm blanking, and TuneIn, the TuneIn app. And uh, you can follow me at E-M-I-H-A-Y-D-E-L if you're a fan that wants to learn more about, or not learn more, but give your opinion on, you know, whatever you feel like it, let me know. You can DM me on either Twitter and Instagram. Um, and that's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.